Good evening, friends, and welcome to worship as beloved people of God. As we gather for this Wednesday Lenten service, I'm Pastor Mark Hall from United Lutheran Church in Prairie Farm. Our Wednesday evening Lenten service have the theme, Seeking a Living Faith in a Troubled World, Remembering Who We Are. And tonight we remember we are given. As members of the body of Christ, we are beloved, chosen, blessed, broken, and given for the healing of our community, our country, and our world. During Lent, we remember we were joined to Jesus Christ and his death and resurrection in holy baptism. We hear the word of God, first reading from Colossians, the third chapter. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other just as the Lord has forgiven you. So you also must forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom. And with gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Here ends the reading. In our gospel from John, the 21st chapter, when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. A second time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter felt hurt because he said a third time, do you love me? Said to him, yet, yeah, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you used to fasten your own belt and to go wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will fasten a belt around you and take you where you do not wish to go. He said this to indicate the kind of death by which he would glorify God. After this, he said to him, follow me. This is the gospel of the Lord. Next Thursday is Monday Thursday, and we will remember how Jesus instituted the Lord's Supper. Holy Communion will be offered to all who attend the drive-in service at church next Thursday at 7 o'clock. And all who join us by Facebook Live, by phone in and streaming will be invited to prepare communion elements at home in preparation for our Monday Thursday service, remembering our Lord's Last Supper. The fundamental meaning of Jesus' action in this meal of Holy Communion is summarized well by Henry Nouwen. Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it in order to give it. In this act, he sums up his own life as well as ours. Jesus himself was taken, blessed, broken, so as to be given. As the beloved children of God, we too are chosen, blessed and broken to become a gift to others. We live in a troubled world, 
a restless, changing, turbulent, uncertain world. What will be the center that holds us, especially in a world that has no center? Pastor Peter Marty wrote a reflection recently about a call he received from a mother who was troubled about her son. Her son was on a ventilator and not doing well after contracting COVID-19 while partying with friends. Her concern and care for her son was larger than just related to his physical well-being. As she continued to talk, she also talked about concern for the faith life of her adult son and also her other adult children too. I don't know what we did wrong, she said. None of our kids have any interest in faith. They have no idea what it could mean in a time like this or how it would help to ground their lives. I don't know what to do to help them. After wrestling with this mother's concern for her children, Pastor Marty wrote a wise reflection for other pastors to consider. I was struck by his counsel. First he wrote, it seems to me that understanding our lives as a daily gift is a huge part of discovering faith. This is different from appreciating life for its pleasures and joys or even reckoning with its pain and sorrow. To view life as a daily gift means there is a giver behind the gift. Otherwise, gift is the wrong word to use. When someone gives a gift, especially one that exceeds all deserving, the most appropriate response is gratitude. What may not be apparent to people inclined to dismiss faith is that genuine gratitude always has particularity. Being thankful in general is like being married in general. It makes no sense in the abstract. Someone has gifted you with today, and that someone is not you, I like to say. Our reading from Colossians focuses on thankful living. It grows from Christ dwelling in us, which produces gratitude in our hearts. Now, none of us can create a desire for faith for the indwelling of Christ in another person. The question for us, as Peter Marty suggests, is this. How do we stir up and notice longings for faith, longing for a life in Christ? How do we long for the longing to grow in the lives of those we care about? And I have to ask myself, how does this longing take shape in my own life? The longing for my family members and friends. Doesn't this longing take the shape of love, especially Christ-shaped love, a love that is lived out through gratitude for the undeserved love of Christ for me, for you? As the Bible letter to the Ephesians puts it, live in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Following his crucifixion and resurrection, when Jesus had prepared breakfast on the shore of the Sea of Tiberias for the disciples, after breakfast was finished, Jesus spoke to the disciples about what life as his followers was to be about. Remember that exchange with Peter we read earlier. Peter had three times denied even knowing Jesus when Jesus was being arrested, flogged, and crucified. Remember what Jesus asked Peter now after his death and resurrection. Do you love me, Peter? Peter said, yes, Lord, you know I love you. And Jesus said, feed my lambs. 
Three times now Jesus asked Peter the same question, do you love me? Three times equivalent to the number of times Peter had denied even knowing who Jesus was. And three times after Peter answered affirmatively, yes, Jesus instructed Peter, feed my lambs, tend my sheep, feed my sheep. Jesus, rather than turning his back on Peter, was forgiving, reuniting Peter with his own mission. Who among us has not at some point denied knowing Jesus either by something we said or did or by something we failed to say or failed to do? And yet Jesus has never turned his back on us, but has forgivingly restored us in our relationship with himself and with God's mission of love for everyone. This then is the meaning of love. This is the purpose of our lives, to live in love, to long for the longing in others through a self-giving love, a love that never ends, that never gives up. Jesus himself was taken, blessed, broken, so as to be given. And as the beloved children of God, we too are taken, blessed, broken in order to become a gift to others. Reading again from Paul's letter to the Colossians, let Christ dwell in you richly with gratitude in your hearts, doing everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. It is finally gratitude to God for God's loving Christ that drives us day after day to find ways to give thanks for that unmerited love, to long for the longing in others turning away from ourselves over and over again to give ourselves to others who need that same love, to long for the longing in them. Amen. And we pray the prayer our Lord taught us, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.